0: What is this place? Our patients come to recover after the trauma of the reclamation procedure. I would never have believed that assimilation could be undone on this scale. And by Romulans, Elvis, the outcomes are far from ideal. What you're doing is good here. There's no need for it to be perfect. All
1: these years, you're showing what the Borg are underneath the victims,
0: not monsters. Hey, hello, Popheads. Welcome to Issue 78 of the TomCast Podcast. I am Tom. Please follow this awesome, small, independent pop culture podcast on the social medias. We are at Tomcast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. And head on over to Patreon.com if you'd like to join Pophead Nation. We're at Patreon.com forward slash Popcast. You can hang out with awesome, awesome, cool people like the Aspinel Jody. Squid Master General Brian Broussard, and the Batman of Bay Park, Mister Jeff Nail, co-host of the Ring Ear podcast as well. Uh, we're back. We're doing another. We're doing another uh, Picard episode breakdown. This is for episode six, The Impossible Box, and uh, let's just say a lot of stuff happens in this episode. It's uh, directed by, mm, I'm going to say this name wrong, Maja Vervillo, with a with a script by Nick zaius and um let's just say we have a lot of forward momentum in this episode of, of star trek picard episode six like i said we're past the halfway point now uh with six done i mean seven eight nine ten boom that's four left for the season uh and and things are moving things are moving fast 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 so if you were kind of thinking this show was dragging a little bit was having some pacing problems in the very very beginning um i'm proud to report that uh that doesn't seem to be an issue going forward. They are moving, 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 moving. Uh, so I am I'm going to be joined by, once again by Reagan, uh, my good friend and Star Trek aficionado, and we're going to kind of get into this episode. Um, we're probably going to break this episode down a little differently than we have in the past, just because uh, so much does happen. There's a lot of cut back and forth. So I think we may try to focus more on the characters, but I guess we'll see how the conversation plays out. So uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying what we're doing. I think the audio quality has gotten better uh, as he and I have moved to recording our conversations via Skype. Uh, if you don't agree, <laughs> let me know. We'll, we'll figure out a new methodology to, uh, to improve the audio quality for the show. And uh, otherwise, I hope you guys enjoy it. So uh, buckle up. Episode 6 of Picard, Star Trek Picard. This is The Impossible Box. Uh, Let me ask you, let's let's start with an opening question, unrelated, in theory, to, to the series so far. All right. And that is, let's see, how do I want to phrase this? Will we ever see Worf on this show, or have they completely ruined that because of the way the Klingons now look? No, he'll be on season two. Looking like Worf or looking like Discovery Klingons?
1: Looking like Worf, I would assume.
0: You have no basis for this information.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't think they would change his look just because they have the money to Because he's already a defined character. Sure. You know, they could be like, oh, that's just how we looked before we went to war that one time. And now we look different. Be cool about (laughs) it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought of something similar because uh, I I was thinking back uh, to the episode where the Deep Space Nine episode when they go back to the original series. Yeah, the, the yeah, like we episode, talk about. Yeah, yeah, he has that line like we don't talk about that like why the Klingons look that way. So I mean, I guess you can kind of futz around with the Klingon appearance. Yeah.
1: Then they talked about it in Enterprise. That's they right did the a answer. whole, they did a whole arc on it. It was great, and it it made sense in a Star Trek way.
0: Was that at the end of Enterprise's run? I can't remember. Was it? Yeah, it was like season.
1: When was when was uh Brett Spiner on season three
0: with the Augments? Yeah, and season
1: four was the last season then.
0: Yeah, because once once you know Enterprise was bad once they kind of got done with that temporal Cold War nonsense, it was yeah it season four, up the last
1: seasons. Three and four had some great episodes, and it was really finding its
0: feet. All right. All right. Well, let's get to this episode of Jean-Luc Picard. What would you think of episode six, The Impossible Box? I love this episode. It's
1: really good. I agree. First time I've enjoyed that stupid board cube.
0: Things finally make a little bit more sense on there, don't they? it was it was a cool episode. Um, mostly in the sense that like, yeah, we get to the board we start the, the cube and we're actually being told reasons why things are happening on there. like what exactly is you know the reclamation project and like what's Hugh doing there? You right. know we, we, I don't think we quite really have a grasp of why the Romulans are involved, other than maybe they're 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 interested in selling those parts to help rebuild the empire. I do yeah, 't sure. just
1: in their face that's why they're
0: in charge of it right. right but like what what is their gain I mean I guess just monetarily speaking, it's speaking yeah. it to rebuild the well, Empire to one extent
1: yeah because what what else could it be I don't know besides a hatred of synthetics and they, they want to hurt the board by taking their parts away from them. No more
0: parts for you. I mean, we still need to solve the mystery of, like, what happened to the cube? Why is the cube there? What What's going on there? But right. I, I, I'm i okay tabling that mystery for now, just because we, we finally got some forward momentum with the Dodge, uh, not Dodge, with the Soji story and, and Narek, and a little bit more clarity, and a, a little bit more clarity on what's going on there. And at least right. now Soji knows she's yeah, you know, replicant. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think... Are, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, th- I was thinking about it, and, and I, I don't know how much we, we talked about that aspect of the show, but I think that was the most frustrating part is because they were kind of handling it really, really clumsy. You know, like, we, as an audience, we were aware that she was a synth. Yeah. And kind of watching her putts around for five episodes and, and not really realizing what was going on was taxing. Yeah.
1: Especially the way uh, Narek was, like, hinting that she's not who she thinks she is. Yeah. And she just doesn't really pick up on any of it till this episode, I guess.
0: Yeah, she finally started putting those puzzle pieces together. It, it was... I did like the way this was probably the best Narek episode too, because the way he kind of like is needling her, you know, like the yeah. seventy second phone calls to her mom and then the way he's just kind of like slowly starting to push her towards the realization. Yes. yeah, so I don't know that like I said we finally got we finally got good juju with that. I wanted to ask you about, and by the way, I, I did say replicants for for a specific reason because we open with a so with a soji dream. Which is very, yeah. very Blade Runner. <laughs> they
1: were, uh, if they had a little unicorn somewhere, or got a unicorn.
0: I was waiting for a little unicorn to come out of that mystery box that, that Narek's carrying around with them. That would have been, I would have been like, oh, my God. <laughs> I would have here, lost there, my mind. show for the next episode. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, so we start with this dream. And we realized, okay, and I don't think, I was racking my brain, but I'm pretty sure Commander Data didn't dream or sleep. He just kind of sort of pretended to, right?
1: Well, in that in the episode where he learns to dream, he, like, sets aside a time every day where he'll shut down and activate that program. Yeah. Where he dreams about, like, birds and Dr. Zoom with an anvil.
0: Dr. Zoom? Soon. Oh. That's <laughs> like, what are you, watching The Flash already? Come on, man. Morph was on The Flash. There's a connection. Oh, geez. Let's not talk about that show ever. There will never be specific episodes of this podcast dedicated to The Flash. Oh, I, can, I couldn't even talk about it for an
1: hour because I'd be like, this is garbage. This is garbage. That's trash.
0: This is fine. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> what about... Oh, so I, okay. Let's hold on. Let's, let's kind of put a little more more clarity to the the, 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 the Soji thing, where she's again we're, we're, she's starting to kind of get needled by Narek and mm-hmm. the, the the puzzle pieces are forming together. I really enjoyed that scene where she's like scanning her photographs and yeah, really like- things three years old. Yeah, uh, I I really like the way they they sort of got this put together for her. It's a shame they sort of. Danced around this for so long, though. I thought,
1: yeah, this could have been an episode three thing,
0: <laughs> where she yeah. was starting to together. Yeah, I think so too. I again, it, it was a little clumsily handled the way they were keeping this information from her, while us as an audience has known it since the first episode. Right. It was just it was like, ugh, come on, let's get to it already. But you know that is what it is, which was annoying. Agree. <laughs> it's but it's over now because this episode has crazy forward momentum. Uh, and just like well, the last episode, uh, Picard has great scenes with other characters. One scene that's not so great, but we'll talk about that when we get to it.
1: Uh, I'm going to hold back because I think it's the same scene. And I want to see if we had problems with the same scene.
0: <laughs> I kind of bet we do, honestly. Um let's but let's kind of pick up where we left off from our from our last conversation because we were curious about how the whole Girardi murdering Maddox would go. Yeah. And I think we both wanted to go differently, but it kind of went the way we thought it would go. Uh-huh. <laughs> she just covered it up and they're like, oh that's sad. He died. Oh well. Oh, yeah, you know, the banana and the tailpipe got him. Uh-oh. Yeah. But they got the information they needed out of him. Like I guess I would have appreciated a scene, uh, again, something that we, we we kind of speculated on. is like maybe kind of flashing to her accessing the computer and, and deleting the e- EMH's memories and stuff like that. Because you assume that you boot, you boot that guy up again. He's going to be like, hey, by the way, what happened to that guy who was dying? <laughs> I,
1: I think they'll do that in the next episode. Because I imagine it's going to be half of Picard with Soji and then half of them on the ship trying to get to him. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to put it together before they get back together with Picard. What happened?
0: It is funny the way the episode ends. Uh, You know, this is the first episode where er, er, all of our characters, all of our plot points kind of come together in one meeting point at the cube. But then by the end, uh, everyone's reshuffled and going off in different directions again, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is a very Walking Dead-esque move, which I don't care for.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this this definitely could have been a mid-season finale for The Walking Dead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but you know I'll, I'll give it a chance um, I, I still sort of I'm curious what you thought with the staying with, with Girardi and her her talking to Picard about Mattis's death are you any more or less convinced that she herself is a synth?
1: oh much less I think she's had a complete mental breakdown but not for her scene with Picard her scene with, with Rios yeah.
0: Yeah. She okay.
1: Acting like an insane person. Yeah, she is going from like manic sad to super horned up to sad to regretful. Like she's got a lot of shit going on. Like I think she's breaking down mentally over what she what she had to do.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm still not 100 percent one way or the other. I, I I guess I I guess I can kind of see them. Still trying to stream that gotcha moment yeah. on to to a certain extent because – and I, I guess the thing I'm thinking of is, what was it, episode three, when, when Girardi saves – well, not necessarily saves, but it comes to the assistance of yeah. Picard at the at Etta the Chateau, where – and she's like, I'm not a very good liar, and mm-hmm. like all you're doing right now is spitting mad lies. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm, I'm I, again, I'm not quite buying what she's selling, but it may not be – because she's a synth, it may just be because she's more nefarious or more uh, duplicitous than, than we give her credit for so far.
1: It'd be a great turn if she was, like, super nefarious <laughs> and not just this, like, duck out of water.
0: No, I I, I kind of lean towards the nefarious thing because, again, back to episode three, I mean, when she beams aboard the ship with Picardi, Rafi's like, I haven't even done a security check on this person. Like, yeah. what the fuck? So like, yeah, I mean, she could totally be be one of the people in the conspiracy, you know, that turned the sense against everybody. I don't, you know, I don't know. Well, I have a theory
1: about that. That's kind of
0: crazy. You know, Sometimes. it's funny we, we didn't. I'm this might lead right into your theory. You, may, you might bring this up as, because we didn't talk about it last week. But we didn't talk about that that line that Rafi has with her son about like the League of Eight or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, but like, let, I mean, let's. Suppose that Girardi somehow connected to that League of Eight. You know, I don't. know. I mean, maybe not. Maybe one of the maybe one of the eight, but some kind of ch- tangential connection, perhaps. I don't know. She may be super nefarious. I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> What's your theory? My theory is Maddox. You
1: bought Borg technology from the Romulus to build Soji and Dash and to make his synthetic line. The Borg parts have formed some sort of new collective. And that's what di- did the, the term that made the synthetics attack and withdraw to like I think they're just a new Borg subspecies. Because at the end of the episode, Soji knows what the the transport range of that uh, portal is. Yeah. She knows about the last Romulans that were assimilated that was in the Borg tech. And yeah, she could have gotten this. It,
0: she couldn't have that from that other alien species technology. Yeah.
1: And, you know, she couldn't just learn that, you know, hack the Borg computer for being an android. Or right. synthetic or you know. But I I, I think
0: he used some Borg tech. Some Borg tech. tech. I also, part of me also kind of sort of thinks that, I don't think you're, I, I think you may be right. You may not be, you may have, like, some of the clues, some of the pieces. Yeah. I'm still all in on my... Uh, the Romulans created the Borg. Theory. Oh, I hope you're so wrong. <laughs>
1: I hope, like, I don't care if I'm right. I just want you to be wrong.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're, they're fussing around a lot with, with Romulan history, so why not just shoehorn this one in there, too? I,
1: I do like they've got away from that stuff the last couple of weeks. After, because what was it, episode four, when she was talking to the crazy Romulans? Right. Like, I'm like I'm glad they haven't really gone back to that. yeah,
0: because i I still sort of I still sort of and I don't know if i've I've put words to my to my my thinking on this, but I think the fact that the that that board cube was attempting to assimilate Romulans Romulans, the quote unquote, creators, perhaps, is what caused the the massive issue. I don't know though. That's crazy talk. That's my conspiracy theory. That is a very Star uh, Trek thing. <laughs> Where like they have some deep, you know,
1: you know, hidden some, you know, command code that they're not supposed to assimilate Romulans. Right, 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 right. And
0: yeah, like so this that- dude fucked up and got cut off. That, that's got me that that's what has me thinking that. Um and also the fact that <laughs> There's this thing in, in, in like 98% of, of TV shows, and, and, and this is for comic books and movies and, and whatever. No one's real good at le- leaving well enough alone. Like, no one can just have the Borg be this nebulous kind of unknown origins. Like, everything has to be explained nowadays, and it's super fucking annoying.
1: It is, because the Borg are much scarier the way Q describes them. He's not a he. It's not a she. You can't negotiate with it.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I so saw I that's kind of like my pet peeve with a lot of things. Like, I'll be honest, like one of the just just to put it in comic book par, parlance for everybody, real quick. When when I really liked the Wolverine origin story, but when they gave Wolverine all of his memories back and you started finding out all these dumb things about him, I was like, oh, I hate this. I mean, I don't even need a Wolverine origin story. He's there. He's awesome. I'm fine. They gave him one. Well, what was nice about the origin story was that he still didn't know it. So I, I was like, cool. Now we know it, but he doesn't, which is cool. But then when they, <laughs> they they did whatever the hell it was they did, and they restored his memories. I was like, uh, and you're like, oh, he has, like, 84 foster children across the world that he – because he just bones people. <laughs> That's I mean, a huge jack for yeah. that movie. What the hell? But yeah, I I d I, I don't know. I, I that's kind of where my my train of thought is. Is like I bet they feel that they have to now explain the board because Alex Kurtzman and, and everyone else involved in the show thinks they're smarter than everybody else who came before them.
1: Yeah. But I, uh don't don't do it. Just I prefer no, no, the no, moment. I, like
0: you, just <laughs> make the paclits scary too. like you want me to be wrong I want to be wrong I want to be wrong on this
1: I'd rather some you know scientist gave paclits super intelligence and they oh. become super aggressive they made them go a lot
0: Yeah.
1: oh yeah they still talk like they're dumb
0: but they're <laughs> super smart now
1: <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs>
0: what just... are we the... that's going to be the next season we find out that the Packlets are actually super geniuses. they've been faking it <laughs>
1: The are so saying us the whole time.
0: Yes, right. That's right. We're like, oh no!
1: Turns out I'd they were like, in the galaxy. Fuck. That's a long con to get like some like en- you know uh, energy converters.
0: I mean, they keep they just, they just keep trying to kidnap Jordy. It's really weird. They're obsessed with
1: him. That'd be even better if that's where you see Jordy in season two. He's just yeah. been captured by the packlets again. <laughs>
0: So, so back to the episode. Sorry, I can't go on a packlet divergent too long. Everyone, been, I'm sure the
1: message boards have been burning up about our lack of packlet talk.
0: Probably, you're probably right. They were like, why does this, this show needs a thousand percent more packlet talk? And if anyone knows what we're talking about, good for them.
1: <laughs> I do have a thought about this show. Okay, packlet show, the actual show. Okay, All right. Romulan government falls. They find this board cube with untold amount of weapons and technology in it, right? Sure. There's this empire in the world
0: that hates the Romulans. They're called the Klingons. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at with with my question. Like why haven't we seen more like why aren't more people concerned that the Romulans have access to a board cube? The Empire would not allow this to go on. <laughs> Where's Gowron and we need him? Dead. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers.
1: Spoilers for Deep Space Nine Season 7. It's uh, Chancellor Martok, as far as we know.
0: I still enjoy Gauron. He had the crazy eyes. It was such
1: a little P- P-word by the end of that show. I'm so glad the son of Moog just stuck
0: him like a pig. They did really neuter the shit out of him, but that's, that's, uh, that's for our Deep Space Nine podcast coming yeah. soon. They had to build Martok up.
1: Martok was a much better
0: character. I like Martok fine. His wife is not nice, though, to uh, Jadzia. Well, Grilka? Mm, That's a fine Klingon woman right there.
1: (laughs) I can't believe I know her name. She's a one-episode of Deep Space Nine.
0: I can't believe we didn't spill over my computer when you said that. Thank God we didn't, or this would be a very short podcast tonight. (laughs) Possibly the last podcast, because I can't afford a new computer. (laughs) You need to be doing it on your phone. Oh, God, we can't go back to that. That was no good. But I
1: just don't see the Klingon blood and their mortal enemy have unlimited access to this.
0: No, 100 percent. And you could say that about a lot of the the other species of the Star Trek universe who being like, hey, wait, Romans with this. I mean, why aren't the Vulcans more up in arms about this? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, this is, i was trying i was doing the timeline because i was like well Vulcans destroyed i was like oh wait no
0: that's the different
1: that's, uh, that's kelvin time. Time. That's that's the prime timeline. timeline
0: yeah so it's vulcan. just it just uh, i i think the problem is we have no vulcans to go to other than uh cool super cool spy commander oh like, we don't know any of any of the rom- vulcans that are still alive
1: is she a vulcan
0: <laughs> Well, we—I mean, we talked about what, 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 uh, what kind of a species this we are last week yeah. on the show.
1: <laughs> well, we another crazy like, theory about oh, her.
0: So. You know, say what you want about the ha- about maybe the next generation being a little dated. At least when they're wearing their uniforms, I knew who the fuck they are. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, bad guy, shoulder pads. I don't trust him. Shoulder pads, little spiky bandoliers. Romulan. Got it. <laughs> Walking around with like uh, steepled fingers and shit. Vulcan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the only yeah. Vulcan. did you see the next year it was like Sarek, Spock, end of lists, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean,
0: because they killed everyone else. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. back to the show, because I don't all have right. all day Reagan, Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> right. I'm good at this. What did you think about the way uh, Picard revisiting a board Cube was handled? How, how do you think that they worked on that?
1: really liked it. I liked the PTSD and... Like, immediate, you know, them trying, like, when they're grabbing at him, like, because he's
0: about to fall. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Get off me. I, I, and I, I like it. A lot. I, I like, I'm a sucker for a good, for good imagery. So, uh, when he's in the hollow suite of, of the Chateau, and he's kind of, like, yeah. going through the computer banks, and he gets the computer's superimp- image superimposes on him, Loved I was upset.
1: I was I, like, oh, that's so, that's, a, that's a good shot right there.
0: Yeah. And, and again, like you said, the PTSD, the, 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 the scars, the mental scars, the psychic scars, whatever you want to call them, are, are still there, despite – because I, I feel like for a while, I, I think we were supposed to accept that first contact was kind of like this this cathartic moment for Picard, and perhaps it was to an extent, but like those yeah. those memories, that that trauma, that doesn't go away.
1: Yeah. He still hates them for what they did to him.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and, and on that extent, I mean, I, I, what this episode did so well for me, uh, my, one of my favorite parts, and I think I think you'll you'll agree, is when he's on the queue after that initial freakout, and he's, he's on the tour. He's kind of on a tour, I guess, it's a tour. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> with, yeah, with Hugh, he's reunited with Hugh, and he's very excited to see Hugh, which I was,
1: I was happy about. What a great! I was so happy Hugh was a good guy and wasn't a dick like he was in the last episode.
0: Yeah, I mean Hugh being on the show. I mean we've seen him a couple times now, um, and he's just kind of like a like science guy, but yeah. kind of reestablishing that, that connection with Picard. With you know the the re- remember Hugh's first episode. I mean he, he calls him the Cutest for like ninety percent of it. Yeah, which Picard not a fan of.
1: Yeah, not not too. <laughs> Although when they're running through the hallways and that guy's like
0: the Cutest. <laughs> But but the way that the, that scene plays out on the on the tour where uh, they're in that that, that medical bay mm-hmm. you know, for, for the for the reclamation Reclaimed. School, yeah. for the reclaim yeah where they're getting like the, all the all the, the all the treatments after the implants have been removed and, and Picard sort of realizes and I don't think I don't think Star Trek has done this well enough until this point this might, this might be the best thing that they've done in the show which is which is showing Borg as victims. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I never thought of of, them that way before. Yeah, it was really cool, because we really got into the fact of, we really just like seeing Borg get gunned down and killed. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. They assimilated against their will. I mean, so it makes sense that they're victims, and and, and kind of like Picard's realization that he wasn't the only victim, they're all victims, I thought was, was excellent and handled insanely well.
1: Yeah. Made me see them in a whole new light, and I was like, oh, now I feel something for the
0: Borg. Yeah, so like when, when you're watching everyone blow them away, you're like, oh, he didn't yeah. want to do
1: that. I'm just thinking about poor Ensign Lynch in First Contact when oh, he just gets them- but he
0: had that thing in his gut, and Picard ripped it out because he needed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he mows him down with a Tommy gun. Yeah, you gotta take off the safety protocols in the holodeck because uh, that's when that's when the fun times start. Great movie. <laughs> I, I love First Contact so much to this day. <laughs> so I, that's exceptional. All, all the stuff, again, just like the way the Picard and and Seven and Nine stuff was last episode, the Picard and Hugh stuff in this episode is top-notch. Great. Insane.
1: It lived up to all my expectations. Like, just the warm reception and just them being together again, even though they had such a limited time during the, the series run. Right.
0: Just two episodes. Now, yeah. as much as I love that version of Picard, I do have to back up the bus a little bit here to talk about jerk picard uh-huh uh-huh because uh, he not bothered you yeah yeah because yeah, what picard can't just picard can't just walk onto the board cube he's not you know he has no credentials now he's not in starfleet he has his admiral hood is gone so he needs to be given uh, diplomatic privileges so they they route uh and probably high as a fucking kite uh, Rafi from from her her stupor I after being rejected by her apparently. son, yeah. they put her on the comm to connect with whoever who can give him the credentials he needs to get onto the cube via the, the 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 reclamation project. Yeah, some random captain. Yeah, and and so Rafi does her thing and gets Picard the credentials, and then Picard, see, he, I mean, he must be aware, right? Like Rafi is, know, is. out of mind. <laughs> drunk and high and all these things she's sucking on her snake juice oil vape thing and and half a bottle of whiskey yeah, or scotch or whatever that is he starts a round of applause for her and I just was yeah. like who
1: the fuck is this guy I, I think you that you're right about this show being like oh Picard just believes his own shit now like yeah like, I, his ego is crazy because he's like oh she's fooling her so well she's pretending to be like,
0: hammer-timed. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy to me. I, 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 you know, I understand... I understand from a storytelling perspective why they kind of have had to do the things they did with Picard, even though I don't think Picard as a character would have done those things. Like, I never All think right. Picard would have quit. Or if he had resigned, I don't think he would have just walked away. I, I don't okay. buy that from that point of view. But to make the show exist, those things had to happen. Right. but for for this 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 shift of paradigm with Picard where he's like this massive egotist is something I on all levels I can't accept. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like, it. I don't and, like I mean, there, it. there's kind of been some other moments of, of jerkiness from him on the show, but like this was like ex- exemplary jerkhood yeah. from,
1: from, from Picard. Now, if you think about him beaming down to that Romulan planet, being like Jolantrude to everyone, you're like, God, dude, you're an asshole. <laughs> i like, abandoned these people
0: for 14 years. Oh, man. Him- <laughs> Yeah, it really bummed me out. And the fact <laughs> yeah. that he was like, so oblivious to what was going on. And I mean, it's a great scene between Rafi and Rios when when he takes her back to her quarters. But it should have been Picard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, they should be trying to connect those two again, so you can see what kind of bond they had.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, she was his number one for a, for a while after after Riker and and as, when he was an admiral and in the, these things, but I mean, their relationship is just garbage, and the, like Picard's not really doing anything to heal that. Yeah, once again, ego. He doesn't. He just assumes people are just going
1: to do things for him because of who he is. I guess, That's, and he's not wrong most of the time.
0: I, I get it. I I mean I like I said I get it to an, to an extent, but it's not the Picard I know. That they, they, they they've they've adjusted him for whatever storytelling purposes they're gonna employ on the show, and it does bum me out because that was I mean that was a big takeaway that he had at the end of of Next Gen. You know when you watch the best of best of no not best of best of, um all good things two part series finale. Like he realizes those connections, those human connections, uh, that being not just someone's captain but their friend is valuable. Right. And uh, it just helps me out that like they are kind of like, no, 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 we don't want that. We want like this massive Picard with who 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 bought into his hype.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's fallen. And he like I could get it if he bought into his own hype and he fell. It just right. seems he's still buying into his own hype even after falling.
0: That, and that's the part that kind of rubs up against me. It's like, it's like clearly Picard knows he's made, made these mistakes, but he's not really doing much to sort of redeem himself. He's just singularly focused on on Data's daughters, quote-unquote, which, I mean, how much did Data really have to do with it? Not Data's daughters, Lore's daughters. Laura's daughter, right. I was just going to say, still waiting for Lore's hands to, to come into this. this. That's got to be the cliffhanger, right? That's gonna be oh. to see how the season ends. If they do it
1: the same way as they did in Descent, where Brett Spiner comes out dressed as, Lord, but you know, you think it's data, he's like data. And I want Troy to show up and be like, No, that's not data. And I'll be like, Yeah, callback, I get it. Not I data. That. Only
0: Zool. Oh wait, different show, sorry. It's the Keymaster. Oh, data's the gatekeeper. <laughs> Wait a second. If Data's the gatekeeper and Laura's the key master, does that mean they had sex in Ghostbusters? They're both fully functional.
1: Like, <laughs> You don't think they would have experimented on each other if they had the chance? Mm.
0: Mm. I don't know how we always get here on these podcasts. That's how the TomCast podcast goes, my friend. We get, it. We go where no man has gone before. But, you
1: know, we are, what, this was episode six?
0: Yes, sir. No, no mention of LOL
1: ever existing.
0: No, I've thought of that too. But uh, I guess there there's a, a bit of a minefield going back into Next Gen's episodes. Because uh, I forget the name of the episode, but the one where the Romulan Defector comes on board. The defector. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. And it's the it's the Tal Shier trick or whatever. They're like, yeah. they're trying to lure the Enterprise into the neutral zone, kind of thing, to start an act of war. And mm-hmm. there's there's that scene where the 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 Vector is talking to Commander Data about how Romulan cyberneticists would love to get their hands on him. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're retconning stuff. I mean, it's just it's unfortunate, but it's just the way they're telling Star Trek stories nowadays. Yeah. Well, I thought you were just meant
1: they didn't want to pay the writing credit to the the writer who created Lull. <laughs> like they didn't want to I pay mean, like, another writing credit. But they were already paying a Maddox credit. You know, I I'm guess. Think yeah. Other, you know, trying to think of other care. You know, whoever made Seven of Nines getting paid.
0: Gotta get paid.
1: Yeah. So you know that might—I mean, although this show's budget must be insane because it looks fantastic,
0: right, right, right. No, no, it, it's it's again. I mean, we're we're being critical because we're fans and because we we love these characters and we and we love Star Trek. And I, I but I don't think our criticisms are meant to kind of tear down the show by any means. Oh no no no! I love this show. Like I look forward to Thursday yeah. afternoons. I'm so I'm. It's not like I'm like I wish this wasn't on. I don't hate watch Picard. I love Picard. Even when I don't agree with everything they're doing, I'm still enjoying the shit out of the show. Yeah, and the last two have been stellar. Great television. No, I. I it makes me really wish, like like we had talked about before, that those first three episodes were like one, and we had more like the last couple. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now like that would, see,
1: I see what she can do. Like you know, we, we did nothing for four hours on this thing,
0: right? right. Show That's me what we're important. working with. <laughs> All right, where we're going oh man! All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spend any time on the. We talked a bit about uh, Girardi and and Rios. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If, no, I mean, it, do we have anything left to say about Narek and Narissa though, and their weirdness? just creepy I mean it was
1: honestly not as creepy this episode but still creepy
0: creepy and uh, but a bit more like uh, I, st- I, I still think there's something going on there where like she's not really in the room or something because she's had zero interactions with anybody else and they both have those oh. weird, weird things going yeah. on
1: too in the the trailer for next week you see her talking to Hugh at least the way it's cut up.
0: Yeah, but what we—I mean—possibly we find out that she was never really there, and then she shows up on the actual cube. Yeah. Well, I because I'm still like, how get from cube so fast? But nitpick.
1: Well, was, uh, maybe it's easy to take your implants out, but like she was embedded at Starfleet Command
0: for Pete's sakes. I don't know if Crusher can do it in ten minutes. Why? You know, why can't she? <sighs>
1: I know, but I just want to remove one of my operatives from Starfleet Command. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> well, that's just me. Like, I feel that information is valuable. And especially since I have Romulan Commander O also. I have two people, including the head of Starfleet security.
0: Yeah. If my no, government, no, I,
1: I could take over the Federation.
0: I agree. And again, because, you know, we I mean, we have four episodes left. But I do okay. wish we were getting a little bit more of this conspiracy theory.
1: Yeah. They've really gone away from that since they got off the, the planet.
0: But I assume it's coming.
1: Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, because I, 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 like, I assume they're going back. They're going to end up at Earth. So I assume Riker lives in Alaska. So I, assume I that's don't where
0: know. Okay, well, hold on. Let's let's fast forward a little bit then, because I mean, let, let's talk about. Uh, Nara takes Soji to that Romulan walking place, so she yeah. can explore her dreams and her memories and stuff like that. And he has his little uh, Romulan uh, uh, help Hellraiser cube, which right. a cooler pin came out. Whatever. Um, so. She explores the memories, gets the information that Neric and Nerissa have been looking for, like where the, the more synths are apparently, supposedly. Which, why they think there are more is, is still subject to debate because I don't think we've been really clued in on that.
1: Well, if they're remember when the ships attack Mars, they're supposed to be right. on, on the ships. So I don't know if they're talking about those synthetics.
0: And who knows? Uh, more sojis and more more you know more ones that can pass as human or ramen or whatever I suppose.
1: I can't wait till they get there and just see a massive synthetic fleet because they've had 14 years to, to just prepare for war right and you know it's gonna be like the beginning of Battlestar Galactica <laughs> everyone's just getting nuked
0: so say we all <laughs> holy shit. Uh, so yeah, once he hand. gets information, Narissa's is listening to the lo- other line. They start doing like the, the the, you know, whatever. Check the star charts or whatever. And and Narek, after telling her that her his name is Ryan, <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, I just thought was stupid they have said, fake names. Well, I guess technically he said "Hooray, Yan," but still sound like Ryan to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just ignored it <laughs> I like, it's a dumb thing I'm not going to care about. I mean this is more that, that weird fake door shit.
0: fake <laughs> door stuff. Yeah, this this like, let's give the Romans an entirely new culture that's just full of deceits and lies. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: that fits in with their, you know.
1: No, I trust. Did, and-
0: I didn't hate it. I, I just sometimes they they plug these things in there and I'm like, "Really?" Okay, this is the first time we've heard this conversation. Yeah. Uh. But whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. Uh, but Narek finds out he put some, uh, I guess, like some kind of high-level radiation to kill Soji. I really
1: thought it was going to be Thalion, Th- Thalion, Thaleron, Thaleron radiation, which is what they used in Nemesis. Right. Then that's what I thought I was going to be. I was going to be like, "That would be a tight as shit callback." But when it was just regular radiation, I was like, "Oh, I guess Romulus just murder each other with radiation all the time."
0: I, it, it's just easy to get, right?
1: <laughs> I guess if you're in Romulus, it's yeah, that, everywhere. Seven <laughs>
0: Eleven.
1: <laughs> that and like little uh, acid pills.
0: Can I? Yeah. Can I? Can I offer you some radiation today? You need a couple isotopes. But, yeah. yeah, then she gets activated, and that activates her, and she just awesome. her way to the floor, crashes down. You know, Picard and Hugh are trying to find her. Uh, we didn't really talk about, it, but Hugh was like super helpful. I like that little exchange that they have about Soji, where he's like the dashing Romulan spy who's pretending yeah. not to ask questions about her. I love that whole thing. Like, like Hugh's not dumb; he knows what's going on.
1: Yeah, he's just bit worried about his own shit. He can't help until. You know, what's he gonna do?
0: so we get this whole thing i was curious i guess the one thing that i was kind of curious about um maybe you have a theory maybe you don't but when they are face-to-face when picard and soji are face-to-face why does she not recognize him the way that dodge did don't know i was hoping she'd be immediately after he said his name
1: i was hoping it would click something and she'd be like we need to get out of here
0: that's what i thought too but the fact that she's like, I don't know who you are, and she's like, kind of like hesitating to trust him. I was like, why does she? Why why did Dodge have the subroutine, but Soji well, doesn't? The I mean, only really like because, because her mom activated her the Earth where Picard was.
1: That might, I but the mom act said to go to like because she said she was attacked, right? Right. And then the mom go to Picard. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true, but. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm still under the assumption that the, that the mom is a subroutine, too.
1: Right, so if she had talked to okay.
0: her mom in the subroutine, she would
1: have been like, find Picard.
0: Right, but you got to remember, too, uh, when, she, when she was first when, – when, when Dodge was first attacking her house, she had the visions of Picard, too. Like something kind of triggered, and she got that flash of his face. Did she – did, did Soja did have any visions? yes so yeah, so she had that vision – no, I'm sorry, no, no, no. No, she's. We've just seen dreams with her. Yeah, I didn't know she
1: like flashed back to her dreams while she was punching.
0: The only punching thing I wondered again, another thing, and this is just me speculating, but maybe because her activation was different, mm-hmm. that it doesn't trigger quite the same way. But again, I'm just making things up for them.
1: <laughs> her safety protocols were probably initiated.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I. I but at least again, a very cool uh, climactic sequence with with Hugh and 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 Picard and and Soji running through the cube. They're not sliding on ice this time. They're just taking off. They got because they got to get out of there, and that's where we find the cool like Borg Queen escape tube that can shoot you forty thousand light years across space if you wanted to.
1: You know, what I was hoping their portal was. You remember the, the they used it in DS Nine too, but it was from Next Gen. Where they find that uh, that civilization that has just like teleporters, but like they flash like a room with gateways of what they're called. Okay. I was I hoping they
0: split the yeah, gateway. The SG one saw it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not SG one.
0: No, it's like the, the I weren't the Sakarans on next gen. I don't.
1: I thought they were from.
0: Uh, I thought they were a Voyager reference. Maybe. I don't know, but I did like to, the, that they actually cared enough to distinguish the fact that, like, oh, we we didn't have this when you were low Yeah, this is new. Know, this was later.
1: That, that's why I thought it was a Voyager reference.
0: So. Yeah, I gotta, you know, I gotta go back and watch those Voyager episodes because I, I know Janeway fucked their shit up. I, I'm kind of curious to what extent.
1: I was thinking about going back and just watching, like, seven of nine, like, main seven of nine episodes
0: with the Borg. I, you know, I've been re-watching Deep Space Nine. I'm, I'm hip-deep in the Dominion War, okay? I'm, I'm busy.
1: You're going to get one where they get to those gateways.
0: Gateways? Get out of here.
1: They, they have to destroy it, because the Jem'Hadar with unlimited gateways is a bad idea for the Alpha Quadrant.
0: Is it, though? No, okay. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous shit. Anyways, so that's how they're going to make their escape. Picard, uh... uh and this is because they can't get transported back to the to the La Serena, right? I guess I guess a shield went up when the alarm went off. Yeah, it, it seemed to be the case. and then but but Picard kind of sort of leaves the La Serena crew high and dry. so a bit of a jerk move. He does tell them to get the hell out of there, and meet him at rendezvous at what do you say not rain or something like that, or yeah, something like that. I, I
1: haven't got back to rewatch it. like I was more just
0: into it. <laughs> It was like, I I feel like, I have to look it up. I feel like he said something like Nora Pente, which I was like, like, Rora Pente? Like, what are we doing here? The prison planet? Like, the cough? That one. No, Rora Pente is completely
1: different. (laughs) Anyways. No Nars at Rora Pente. Only the energy shield, which prevents beam out.
0: That's true. That is very true. And then we get El- – Elnor does something in this episode because oh. he defies Picard's orders, which was El- the stand-up. has some great moments in this episode. You know, I to this point, he's, I mean, he's only been on three episodes, but he's been criminally underused. Yes. But he does kind of shine a bit, at, especially towards the end of this episode.
1: When it's dated to Black, and he's like, please, my friends, choose to live. I <laughs> so was good. like – I was so mad that the little, like, you know, produced by shit came. I was like, no, (laughs) no,
0: I, I, I agree with you. But at the same time, I was like, oh, that's how you end this episode. That's awesome.
1: Uh,
0: I wanted, I was just like 20 (laughs) more minutes. Like I'll be (laughs) done. You know, and we should mention too, uh, this, this episode ran like, you know, what, 12, 13, 14 minutes longer than the previous episode. No, this is like extended play Picard right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot going on. It was rad. It's great episode, but yeah. Yeah, they go they go to Nepente. That's the name of the planet Nepente.
1: Maybe it's in the same
0: system. Maybe we'll finally this see some Klingons. I assume that's where Riker is personally.
1: Yeah, it could. I mean, it looked like a nice planet in the trailer. Like that's all we've seen of Riker. I'm just really excited to see him again. Like,
0: fuck yeah!
1: I'm gonna be. So excited! Like
0: I, I can't wait for that <laughs> reunion. Like goosebumps already. But 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 not to get not to go away too fast. But I do love that love that scene where Picard's relaying the information. Like meet rendezvous at you know, Norpente, and Rios yeah. is looking around. Like wait, where's the kid at? And that's when you find out that Eleanor's gonna be on the cube. And that right. leads to our scene because yeah,
1: I I he has gone.
0: Like, really. I the old
1: man. Yeah. I was like, how did he get down there? Does he, like, did he operate the transporter? I mean, <laughs> right? How hard can it be? I don't know. The last episode, they made it seem very hard when the scientist was worried about I, it.
0: I do understand. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, apparently Elnor a bit more uh, sophisticated than to give him credit for.
1: He lived in like a monastery and he fights with a samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do?
0: It's like out, but I did like that. It, it was very uh, data for season one, season two. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, where you can't quite get those uh, colloquialisms correct. <laughs> it was great. No, no, no. It was super great. And and I guess we should we should talk a little bit because uh, Eleanor and and Hugh both stay behind to protect their escape and to make that that room inaccessible to the Romulans. Yeah. Because, because they go to uh, the Borg Queen's chambers, I suppose, where this escape mechanism is. Uh, so they're protecting that secret, Elnor's gonna kill a bunch of Romulans, but it looks like they're all gonna pay the price next week.
1: <laughs> well, you don't see Elnor captured, so I think he kills whoever's out there and then hides amongst the other Romulans. And they get Hugh, but they can't prove Hugh did anything. Right,
0: right, right, right. You know, he he just had Picard as a visitor. Well, it does sh- it does show them as they're sitting up the chamber. I mean, uh, Hugh is next to Elnor oh, with it, uh, a laser blaster in his hand, like he's going to defend it too. So he might be killing some Romulans too. Can't wait. Know. It's a great. It, it's a it was a great way to end the episode. I I was a little with with this much cool action stuff. I was a little, I was a little sad. Riker didn't direct this one himself, you know, Mr. Frakes. He got yeah. his three episodes in, and he's moved on. But uh, because Riker does a good action action scene, that's for sure. Yeah, he does.
1: I mean, he has to get ready to act. Like he can't be busy with directing.
0: Shit. Anyways, let me. I'm, I'm gonna quickly scan this preview for next week's episode, uh, because yeah, I mean, we're we're seeing yeah, Narissa and Hugh, like you said, we're on this other planet. La Serena, and there, yeah, I mean, Right Troy. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, again, we're finally at we're the point of, of massive forward momentum with the show. Things are moving now, we're, we're cruising. I think we're in a good spot for the way this show's going to wrap up. You know, if, if people wanted to complain about the slowness of the first couple of episodes, I that's fair. Especially, yeah. especially in hindsight, because now that they've like you know rammed in, into third or fourth gear, the show's really humming along. Yeah, it's getting so good,
1: and it makes me sad we only have four more episodes. I
0: mean, it, it also makes me sad that the show seems to have like a shelf life, or not a shelf life necessarily, but like uh, you know, it's going to be like two, maybe three seasons, and then we're we're going to be done with it, and which is, like, oh man, that sucks.
1: Yeah, but just think of all the spinoffs you can get out. You can get the the Fenric Rangers spinoff with Jerry Ryan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Rios yep. is so good. I would love to see Space Smuggler Rios, you know, doing his thing. So there, I just gave you two new shows for seven seasons.
0: I, You know, it, it, it's funny. I didn't really realize how invested I was in – well, I mean, I knew I was invested, but when, when – when, JJ's Star Trek came out in 2009, and I thought that they were erasing this timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, initially before they just like, no, 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 it's multiverses, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. I didn't realize how attached I was to this timeline. And being <laughs> back it now is so amazing that I'm like, let's just stay here forever. <laughs> like, more Star Trek shows in this time period, please. Give me that Captain wharf show. I would love a Captain Wharf show. Give me, give me Riker hosting some kind of woodworking show, like Tool Time. (laughs) He looks like a carpenter guy now. I don't know. I mean, it would definitely be you know learn to play the trombone,
1: Riker. (laughs) This be like beginning jazz with Will Riker. Oh, And, and honestly, Will Riker's story's been told. I want the Thomas Riker story.
0: The great unfulfilled potential of the Thomas Riker story. Because yeah. he was... I mean, you, I mean, you know the story by now how they were hoping to talk him into being on Voyager. Yeah.
1: He well, they, was, they were originally going to kill Riker on Enterprise and have Thomas take over as a lieutenant and bump Data up. What? Yeah, that was one of their original ideas.
0: I don't remember hearing that one.
1: Because before, before Roe came on, and they wanted to have, you know, someone to butt heads with. So they're like, we'll bring this other Will, you know, this other Riker on. Where it's still the same actor. We're not recasting. Right. But play a different version of a guy they knew. And he, he would have become, like, tactical officer or ops. And Data would have been first officer.
0: I still enjoy the idea of him being a Voyager. That would have made me watch that show no matter what. Yeah. I would have watched the whole thing. Because I mean, the episode of DS9 where he goes rogue and becomes like the Maquis officer, steals the Defiant. Yeah, that's so awesome. Good.
1: When and he yells at O'Brien and you're like, what did O'Brien
0: yeah. do? It's all set up so well. And then, uh, you know, I it breaks, I guess, for whatever reason, he didn't want to commit to another show that might be on for seven years. and yeah. I did mean, it. it, but it was a bummer. It was a bummer. To, to... Yeah,
1: it's the same thing, like, you know, Empson uh, Roe not wanting to do Deep Space Nine.
0: Yeah, no, know, I, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. I, I mean, I get it.
1: I mean, even Keiko had weird shit worked into her contract on Deep Space Nine. Oh, Keiko. Where, like, she only had to do, like, seven episodes a season, but she had to be the central focus of at least, like, two of
0: them. Well, and I I think, um, we we mentioned earlier, I I think uh, O'Brien had the same kind of thing, too, with his next-gen contract, because he's not in every episode, but he's, like, one of, like, the strongest recurring characters. Yeah, yeah. But he was going off and like filming movies for you know three four weeks or whatever until he committed to DS nine and being a, like a you know regular star of the show.
1: Yeah,
0: that was all. He's so good on the show. His and Julian's relationship. Mm. I love I love O'Brien so much. I I don't know how much I want to obviously obviously we love Next Generation. I don't know how much I want to go into this, but I I loved that O'Brien was this constantly this character who was constantly on the show but was never part of like the main cast, you know? Yeah. He's just like this awesome guy who shows up and did, would be people places. Yeah. What I like is going back to
1: watch next gen and anytime there's a transporter fuck up or something, it's and always another transporter tech. It's never, never. over. Up. <laughs> and I want to know if they're like, Hey, do you want to do this one? He's like, I'm not fucking up on the transport. That's my job. You get some other actor. You get some no name in here. Yeah. Barkley on that shit. Yeah, Miles is not fucking shit up.
0: Mm -mm. no way no i know i agree with you well thank you sir so much for for doing this episode no problem i feel like we're gonna be back next week doing this again yeah i hope so Unless (laughs) something terrible happens (laughs) nope nope not not terrible all right right. (laughs) i'm gonna turn off this recorder thank you bud all right Okay, that's it. That's the show. Thanks guys. That was Rad. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Reagan and I uh, have way too much fun sitting around talking about Star Trek and kind of reminiscing about the good old days of just hanging around and watching D Space Nine and Next Generation on, on the God, what was it back then in DC? Was it it wasn't UPN yet, it was before that. So was it just like WDCA twenty? I don't know. I don't remember. You guys my Marilyn my Maryland brethren, let me know. They help me remember. Um, otherwise, I have to. I should apologize. I'm going to pull the, the veil back. We're actually dropping this episode later than intended uh, due to some technical difficulties that I ran into putting this episode together. Uh, luckily, the conversation that Reagan and I had was saved, but I was having a lot of trouble uh, bringing it from the internet to my laptop and 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 then incorporating it into our uh, recording device and things of that nature. It was. An easy enough fix, it just was time-consuming, and this was a very hectic weekend. So you are getting the show later than I intended to, and I apologize for that. But that just means you're going to get a lot more shows this week, because uh, today, tonight, Monday, March 2nd, uh, as I say this to you, uh, Roger and I are doing a show. We're, we're prepping. I got, I have notes. We have discussion points. Um, I'm in a fairly, I don't want to say light, school section this week, but uh, there there's a window of opportunity today. So Roger and I will be going ahead doing a, a normal uh news based episode of the Tomcast podcast. And that'll be out for you guys. Uh if not I might I might I might space it out a little bit and put it out uh, for you guys on Wednesday, just so you get like a full day of this episode and then you can dive into the news with me and Roger on Wednesday. Roger and I on Wednesday, however you wanna grammatically say it. Uh otherwise, thank you guys again. Once again, so much for listening for all the love, all the support. Thank you so much to my Patreons to the Aspenil Chody, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, and, of course, the Batman of Bay Park, Mr. Jeff Nail, who's gearing up for March Madness because it's that time of year for him. Hey, uh, I will talk to everybody very, very soon. Again, send your comments, your, your feedback, your your notes. We got the email, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com, and we have the new streamlined social media accounts. Everything is TomCastPopCast, Instagram, and Twitter, Okay. Alright guys, you guys be uh, be great to each other, be excellent to each other, in the words of Bill and Ted, I can't take credit for that excellent scene. um, ciao babes, make it so. We're not gonna be fucking sucked this year, we're the Stanley Cup champions!